0: OpenServe is more than just SA's largest telecoms infrastructure provider. It's the answer to new ways of doing business. A connection to cutting-edge technology and infinite possibilities. A connection to tomorrow. Connect with us at openserve.coza. This episode of Talk Central is brought to you by Pinnacle, Africa's top ICT distribution business, delivering the exceptional every time.
1: I'm der Berg, And I'm Duncan Macleod. This is Talk Central, episode 233, for the week starting two September 2018. Where has this year gone? Spring is here. <laughs> Talk Central
0: is brought to you by Tech Central. WhatsApp the show on
1: 071-999-1111. On Talk Central this week, Zapiwi Nyanda starting claims about why he was fired by Jacob Zuma.
0: Also this week, Usasa in crisis. Nigeria shoots itself in the foot over MTN. And right on cue, Apple invites journalists to a special event. Hmm, it's Sunday, it's
1: 1pm and it's time to talk everything tech.
0: Well, welcome to the show, how's it, Rehat.
1: How's it, Duncan?
0: Very good, thanks. Uh, spring is here; it's warm outside, but the wind is still yeah, blowing.
1: Yeah, still a bit of wind, but it's officially kind of that downward slope towards the end of the year. It's fantastic. Yeah. I just I still can't believe where the year has gone. It's I mean, said it every year, but September. Damn, every yeah. year,
0: every what does Pink Floyd say in that song? Uh, time every year is getting shorter. Or something like that. Mm. Never seem to find the time. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. There was actually a very interesting Mm. graph online that I saw as to why that happens. It's just to do with memory and how how you perceive time. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, we digress. Mm. We do digress. We are here to
0: talk about technology. But before we get into this week's news, and there is one heck of a lot of news to talk about
1: this week, let's do our quiz. The first question, Apple has invited the media to a special event at its campus in Cupertino to announce the new iPhone models. When will this happen?
0: And I will be glued to my screen when that
1: happens. (laughs) The public
0: protector has ordered the USASA board, now fired, to reappoint the agency's suspended CEO. Who is he?
1: Third question, MTN share dove this week after the Nigerian Central Bank ordered banks to... uh, repatriate how much money The telecommunications group Removed from the country Between 2007 and 2015 Multi-Choice this week Named the successful bidders
0: For a new 24-hour news channel On DSTV As my phone goes berserk In the background To replace <laughs> ANN7 Afro Worldview What's the new channel called?
1: And the final question South Africa will next week Play host to its first ever National telecommunications Univent. In which city will this take place?
0: ITU event, and I shall be down in that particular city, almost said the answer uh, for that event, or they have full, full coverage on Tech Central. Right, my phone is on silent. So let's proceed with the show. And there is so much to talk about this week. Um, I, I haven't know, known a week with such big news stories in, in quite a few months. Um, And of Mm. course, that makes me very happy because it means uh, great traffic for the website and uh, lots to talk about on the podcast this week. But uh, let's start with the lead story in the Sunday Times today. Really, really interesting. The headline is CIA alerted SA to Gupta nuclear danger in 2009. Mm. Now, it wasn't that which really grabbed my attention in the story, but rather a conversation that the Sunday Times journalist Ranjani Munasami had with Sipiwen Yanda, the former communications minister. And um, we we know that Nyanda was fired uh, back in 2010 by Zuma and replaced with Roy Padiachi in that that portfolio. And um, what really intrigued me about this was um, some of the remarks that Nyanda made to the Sunday Times suggesting that uh, he was removed because he refused to have dealings with the Guptas. Uh, particularly, um, he said that uh, the Guptas were trying to, and, and Zuma's son were trying to meet with him, and he rebuffed these requests. And the suggestion he's made in the article is that um, is that he he was he was effectively removed because um, he wouldn't do the Guptas' bidding. Now, this brought back a lot of memories for me: um, meetings and uh, events I attended. Around that time, in fact, around early 2011, I tr- drove up to Rustenburg, I think it was on a weekend, uh, for a colloquium that Roy Padiachi had called uh, with industry leaders. Um, there were all the major telco CEOs were there, for example, Coral Pina, who at the time was running MTN in South Africa, uh, the Vodacom Group CEO, Peter Ace. Uh, um, I remember that Craig Fenter, the then CEO of Altec, flew in by helicopter, um, and there, there were there were a uh, you know a lot of um, top executives there for this meeting. Um, I was kept waiting outside for for some time while um, the meeting was underway. It was a, it was closed to the media, but was called in for the report back session um, for to talk about what was discussed. And I walked into the room, and who uh, was sitting there amongst all of these uh, CEOs and uh, with the minister was one Atul Gupta, um, who I knew of at that time. It was the first time I actually met the guy. Um, he was, of course, running Sahara Computers at the time, the now defunct Sahara Computers. Uh, and I always thought it was a bit odd that he was there. Um, I've written a column about this today on, on Tech Central. The Sunday Times story prompted me to do so because it just brought back these memories of that of that meeting, as well as a subsequent meeting that I had with Atul Gupta at ANN7's offices, where he um, spent two hours with me talking about why the media was treating him unfairly and why the family is um, – doing good work in South Africa and creating jobs, et cetera, et cetera, before he offered me the um, opportunity to run my own TV show on on uh, on 7, which I uh, <laughs> did not take up. Um, but uh so this this colloquium happened and and um I remember watching Atul Gupta in this meeting and he had he had this grin on his face the whole time. Um the, the best way I've thought about it subsequently, and I've, I've often thought back to that colloquium, was, you know, he looks like the cat that got the cream. Um, and as I put it in my column this morning, he looks, you know, he uh, he, he looked like the naughty kid who, who knew he'd done something wrong and knew he was probably going to get away with it. Um, it was just that expression on his face, which I found so intriguing at the time. And, and that, that, mm. um, that grin has stayed with me. Um, But this insinuation by Inyanda that he was replaced because he wouldn't um, deal with the Guptas um, raises questions about whether Roy Padiachi, who I always thought was a good minister, uh, was um, doing the Guptas bidding. Um, We don't know the answer to that question, but it was certainly intriguing that he saw fit to hire or to bring Atul Gupta or invite Atul Gupta to this Heavyweight meeting of of major CEOs. After all, Atul Gupta was leading a, what was a very small uh, IT distribution business um, in the in the grand scheme of things. He was a fairly small player in the IT industry, but yet here here he was sitting next to people like like Peter Ace and um, Nombulelo Mohodi, who was the CEO of of Telcom at the time, um, and he was given equal place at the table. Uh, it, it always it always struck me as a bit odd, but I always got on with uh, Padiachi. He was always available for interviews. He was very personable, very likable. Uh, yet um, I always had wondered about the fact that Atul Gupta was at this meeting. And now given Sir Nyanda's comments to the Sunday Times this morning, it, it, it kind of all starts to fit together um, and has made me wonder whether um, Roy Padiachi was – um, at the very least, maybe taking instructions from his boss, the president at the time, Zuma, um, to um, to give uh, Atul Gupta and the Guptas um, favoured nation status. It's uh, it's intriguing stuff. I, I I I really hope he wasn't because he was a nice guy. Um, uh, but at the very least, the fact that the Guptas was there would suggest to me that um, perhaps he didn't have the backbone to stand up to his boss and say no, the, these guys can't be here.
1: Yeah, you know, sadly, I think so many of these stories coming out about all this corruption and and the Gupta takeover is people being pressured into things. You know I'm not mm. saying that? I'm not justifying what a lot of the, a lot of people did, but when you pushed into a certain position, you know, everybody I g- guess has got a breaking point, right? Yeah. Whether it's for money or for uh, you know standing up for f- for the good of it, mm. um, you mm. know, yeah. lose your job or, or
0: yeah. But it was always crazy, it, it was you know. always unclear why. Um, Neander was removed. It was never the story, full story was never told. But uh, this uh, Sunday Times story certainly, certainly introduces some uh, some new dimensions to the to the whole situation. Um, mm.
1: And it, it's unfortunate that history history will reveal the truth, and, and we can't get to all of these details right now. Yeah. You know, to, to get to the right Because we still have so much of that rotten in in the wrong places. Will we
0: ever get to the real truth on this? Because after all, um, Roy Padiachi passed away a few years ago. So uh, if there were any secrets there, he's taken them to his grave. And um, Mm. is Zuma ever going to be cross-examined on these things? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, interesting story in the Sunday Times today. And go and have a look at the column I wrote. Um, It was – that meeting I had with Atul Gupta at A N N Seven's offices a few years ago was uh, was a bit strange. Let's put it that and way. You
1: posted a photograph too that you that you that you that you talking about. I did, the it, yes. Of smile. Oh, the
0: smile, yeah, I, I captured it. Um, he, he was sitting mm. directly in front of me, and I took a photo. Of him. He was looking down with a sheepish grin on his face. Um, he really did look like a naughty school kid.
1: But it was so out of place. I mean, Zara <laughs> Computers back then was tiny, uh, not a very big player, yeah. Mm. Um, just as well I pitched up there and was part of a really meeting that I'm not supposed to be at. It's it's strange,
0: <laughs> but yeah, he was uh, he he was there. But uh, interestingly enough, they all, all went outside uh, afterwards. To um, all the leaders with the minister went outside to have pictures taken, um, and the the Gupta didn't
1: um, make himself available to be part of the picture, which it was also a bit odd. I thought um look i'm sure the planning with with any of these kind of things at some point you need to introduce the face you need to mm. start introducing that person and i'm sure Mm. that of that this was obviously the early days of that yeah um seems like pr you know what i'm saying It put somebody there just so that they people start seeing them Mm. maybe asking some questions Mm. Mm. and the next time you see them it's not so out of place
0: yeah i remember walking into the room after or when i was invited in for the report back session and uh um, while people were milling around, I remember, um, I think it was Karl Pinar from MTN who came up to me and uh, was standing next to Atul Gupta. And he he said to me, um, have you met Atul Gupta? And I, I said, no, I haven't. I uh, shook his hand. And then I think Karl Pinar said, uh, I'm surprised you haven't met him yet. Um, <laughs> it, was all, it, was, it, it was all a bit uncomfortable, actually. Uh, mm. um, but uh, he shook my hand. And, you know, anyway, a lot has transpired since then. That was back in February 2011. A lot has happened. A lot of water has passed under the bridge. And um, of course, we've oh, had yeah. the Gupta leaks and the uh, president removed from office and uh, everything else that's transfi- transpired in between. But uh, mm-hmm. what, what a mess. And watching the uh, the um, State Capture Commission doing its work, it's been busy for about two weeks now. Um, some of the testimony that's coming out is absolutely shocking. Is that broadcast anywhere, by the it way? It is well, broadcast. Yeah. On it is broadcast. Where, where,
1: where did, can you watch it?
0: Uh, I've been watching it on DSTV now, so via the news channels like SABC News and ENCA, but um, I think it's on YouTube it as well. S-
1: what, I'm sure. Yeah, it must be on YouTube. If it's on
0: SABC. Yeah, yeah, SABC puts all its stuff on YouTube. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, I'm sure. I'm sure it's online. But uh, even if not, it's on. It's on the DSTV channels. So, um, st- staying with controversy, <laughs> our next, um, <clears throat> the next other big story this week, which, um, we've been, um, breaking on Tech Central throughout the week, in fact, is, um, USASA or the Underserviced Access Area Agency of South Africa. I think that's what it stands for. Um, this is an agency that was set up more than 20 years ago, um, at really to take money from the operators and to use it to, uh, bridge the digital divide and provide services in rural areas. It's done very little. It's, uh, It's been um, through crisis after crisis after crisis and I'm very sad to report that they are in another crisis. Uh, You'll remember earlier this year that Lumkum Timde, the CEO, was suspended by the board um, Mm. based on a a number of quite serious accusations which he has rebuffed or or, or claimed are false. this week, the public protector put out a report. Um, it did seem all rather hasty to me uh, that she uh, investigated this whole thing so quickly. Uh, but she put out a, a report which was damning about the current board, um, which has now, in fact, been fired by the telecommunications minister, Sierborga Um But uh, Busisiwe Nkwabane, who's the public, controversial public protector, I must add, um, put out this damning report saying that um, the board... Uh, um, is is in, is acted unlawfully in in um proceeding with a disciplinary hearing against Lumcom Timde because he made a protected disclosure to national treasury the auditor general and the telecommunications minister about the board um and um this he she said um by suspending him um and proceeding with a disciplinary inquiry uh, actually um, put him in, I forget the exact terminology, but put him in, a, in an unfair position um, when the Protected Disclosures Act, in fact, precluded the board from doing so. Um, that report came out, I think, on, well, I saw it on Thursday, I think it was. Uh, it was Thursday, yes. Uh, and then uh, it emerged that later that day, even, the Minister of Telecommunications, Sia Bonga fired the board, um, led by the Chairman, Mawetu Awe. I think it's Kawe, not Kawe. Um, and uh, so they were removed. Um, so it, it looked like he was moving quickly to uh, to deal with the Public Protector's report, which was really damning about these directors. The directors, however, received a statement with, from them late on Friday night, um, which I, um, uh, for reasons I won't explain, I, was, I wrote up at 3 a.m. on Saturday morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> long story, but the story went live very early on Saturday morning, but – uh, they, they put out a statement saying that um, – basically making a number of accusations saying that the minister has been protecting Lumkum Timde and that the public protector's report is full of uh, inaccuracies and that she may have um, acted to protect Timde rather than uh, w- w- working in the interests of the public, which is her mandate. Uh, and they are now taking both her and the minister to court to challenge their dismissal uh, as board members. Um, in the meantime, the minister has appointed a new board um, And Lumkom Timde, uh, according to the Public Protector's report Must be returned as CEO before the 5th, 4th of November Which is uh, uh, on Tuesday this week So, an absolute shambles um, I, I, don't, I don't know where blame lies in this It probably blames blame lies with everybody But um, uh, this organisation has just lurched from one crisis to another For the last 22 years and I do wonder mm. if it's time to simply close it down. Um, it's, it's achieved little. Yeah. It's, it's just been mired in controversy and lawsuits and et cetera, et cetera. It's
1: costing more than what it's giving back. Oh, without a doubt,
0: without a doubt. Um, you know, maybe there is an, an argument that there needs to be some sort of uh, function like this, but whether it needs to be a separate independent agency with its own board, I don't know. Maybe it's just something mm-hmm. that's managed mm-hmm. within the Department of Telecommunications and Postal Services. But yes, it's a drain on taxpayers' money. It's a joke. Uh, it's achieved very little, yet the telecommunications operators have contributed billions to it. Um, and uh, it just seems to lurch from one crisis to another, um, and I, th- I would argue that the current situation this situation is untenable, and that rather than simply appointing a new board and pretending that everything 's okay with this organization let 's carry on, um, mm-hmm. hoping it 'll be fixed when over the last twenty two years it hasn 't been fixed um, I, th- I think it 's you know what was einstein 's definition of madness doing the same thing again and again and hoping for a different result. Yeah. Uh, um, sure. I think that applies very clearly In the case of Wasasa um, my, my gut feel on this one is, is Shut it down, it's, it's put it out of its misery mm-hmm. um, Anyway, I, I'll no doubt be hearing a lot more About this at the ITU conference <laughs> uh, Next week um, it's, it's certainly topical And uh, all the politicians are going to be down there So I'll be sure when I bump into them in the corridors To uh, get their views on, on exactly what This all means and where this is going Um Lumkom is, Timde is very close to the Department of Telecommunications and Postal Services. He's a loyal member of the ANC. Maybe there's some truth to the, what the board is saying about the minister protecting him. Um, and and uh, and we certainly know that Pusasiwe Kobane, the public protector, hasn't exactly covered herself in glory either. So uh, it's entirely possible that this report is uh, is problematic. Mm, anyway, and we look forward. Once again, it goes to the courts to sort out a mess that the government itself can't fix. Um, costing more money. Costing more money. And, yeah,
1: <laughs> not going money not going to the right places. Yeah. I mean it is. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: So yeah, there we go. Another, another. I was very tempted to pick them as our loser of the week, but um, our next news story is actually our loser of the week. is just because of the scale. Of it. <laughs> but before we get to that next story, we're going to take a quick ad break. We'll be back right after this.
2: Are you a search engine? Because you found me.
0: I feel we have a strong connection.
2: Well, you're pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Should we drop it like a hotspot and head back to yours so we can show Max and snuggle? Let's get Google with it.
0: (laughs) Uh, but I don't have fiber. Don't get caught in 50 shades of delay. Broadband your horizons and switch to Vox's super-fast, super-reliable fiber network. Experience the momentum. Connect your world. Visit us at vox.co.za forward slash fiber. Bitco is revolutionizing the way businesses connect How's it, Duncan? So it seems to be the bad news show this week, actually. Um, not not intended that way, but <laughs> there's mm. so much uh, so much drama going on. Um, MTN oh, drama the right word. MTN share price fell by nearly a quarter at its worst point earlier this week when Niger- Nigeria's central bank put out a statement uh, saying that they are not only finding the um, Niger- several banks that operate in Nigeria sixteen million dollars. Uh, but they are also um, demanding that the banks return dividends paid by MTN to the tune of 8.1 billion US dollars. That's uh, in ca- the current exchange rate. I think is around 120 billion rand, um, because the banks allegedly failed to comply with some bureaucratic uh, requirement of how they file papers in when doing forex transactions in that market. Now MTN share price got absolutely hammered. Um, I went to see uh, um, Rob Shooter, the group CEO of MTN, uh, the day after all of this broke, and um, he was uh, amazed uh, that this has happened. It seemed really it came from left field. Not so much that there there were issues around um, the uh, compliance with the regulations in Nigeria. Apparently, that's been um, they've been dealing with this for some time, and perhaps the sixteen million dollar fine levied on the banks um, related to this is is fair. But for the central bank then to demand the return of all dividends, all profits taken out of Nigeria for for the period two thousand and seven to two thousand and fifteen, or eight point one billion dollars, is smacks of a mm. shakedown by the Nigerians. Um, it, it, we we know that Nigeria is a troubled country. We know that its economy is in serious trouble. Uh, we know that its president um, seems to spend more time out of the country than in. Uh, it also seems that uh, various agencies and bodies in Nigeria don't talk to each other. But this all this, this is all so bizarre. It, it really does sound like some sort of shakedown. Now, whether this is, um, I don't know, some sort of finder's fee for someone who reported MTN for these alleged dis- uh, transactions or discretions or the, the banks and MTN. Um, w- whether there's a fixer behind the scenes, or whether this is an attempt by the central bank to try and balance its books, we all know that they've got foreign re- re- reserve problems in Nigeria, mm, mm. with the oil price having having collapsed a few years ago. Um, but it, 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 it's, I think, w- what the net result of all of this is that is that um, not only have they damaged MTN uh, and affected a lot of shareholders um, in South Africa, and there are millions of shareholders who have uh, direct or indirect um, Stakes in MTN, including uh, the pub, including government workers through the PIC, who own fifteen percent of of MTN's equity. But um, the, Nigeria has also shot itself in the foot, because uh, what what investor is going to look at Nigeria now and say, "Okay, we want to invest in this country uh, if this is the way that business gets treated." Um, Now, I've had a lot of people on Twitter saying to me, well, MTN had it coming to them, they're a bunch of con artists, they're ripping off their customers, high data prices, blah, 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 blah. That's not, that's not the point. The point here is that this, this amount that they're demanding to be returned is, 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 is ridiculous. And what it's going to do is – I mean, they're going to the banks. They're not going to MTN. They're going to the banks operating in Nigeria that did these transactions, and they're telling the banks that the money has to be returned. In other words, they want the banks to put the pressure on MTN uh, to pay the money. First of all, MTN isn't going to give that money to the banks. Secondly, the banks banks are going to take one look at this and say, well, stuff you and – I think there's a very real chance that the banks will say, well, we don't want to operate in a market that behaves like this, in a, in a regulatory environment mm-hmm. where you where you impose these sort of um, sanctions on companies. And, if, and we've got the example again of MTN a few years ago being fined $5.2 $5. $5. billion that was later released, re- reduced to $1 billion. But $5.2 billion, it was the largest re- regulatory fine in telecommunications history by order, to order of magnitude anywhere in the world. Um, so and was that a
1: justified uh, a justified you know I don't it, I mean it wasn't I think it was out. it was again a bureaucracy
0: I think I think they were right to be fined because they they didn't comply with the regulation but the scale of the fine just seemed to be out of all kilter with 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 uh, mm-hmm. with anything and maybe they were sending a message to the to the market to to for people to avoid this sort of thing but it, this sort of thing also scares away investors and you don't want to scare away investors um, what happens, what happens if the banks say, well, geez, we can't work in this market, let's pull out. If you don't have foreign banks in your, in your country and foreign investors don't even have a way of coming in, really. Um, mm. Mm. I really think, I really think that, um, I, I don't know, I, I don't know why Niger, the Nigerian Central Bank has done this. Um, but it makes no sense. And I really think Nigeria shot itself in the foot, foot and it's going to impact severely on their ability to tra- attract foreign investment in future.
1: Yeah, you know, just we Africa. Africa really needs to step up its game. I mean, it's the largest, one of the largest continents. I mean, America can fit how many times into this continent? You know, we've got so much potential here. But again, the money seems to be the big issue. It's like the money, the biggest evil in Africa, mm-hmm. because it's driving the wrong things the wrong way. Um, and clearly, behind behind this, you know, it, it's again, it's in somebody's interest to make money mm. where they see an opportunity and 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 kind of. Things get a little bit out of proportion.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it'll come out in time to understand exactly why they did this. But um, there must be someone pulling the strings behind the scenes. I can only think that. I can only think that.
1: Yeah, it look, if I was gain. I would certainly. Well, exactly, exactly. Where does the money go? Yeah. At the end of the day. Exactly. If exactly. I was empty, in, I would certainly think think long and hard about. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure it's a very profitable market for them, but mm. you know. Uh, do you also need to make a stand as a business and say we're not going to be standing for these type of practices? Yeah, um, yeah. And let the people speak at the end of the day.
0: Yes, yes. But uh, MTN taking a massive smack. It did recover some ground on Friday. I think it closed up about three percent, but it was still down something like sixteen or seventeen percent on the week. Um, I'm sure Rob Shooter and and the executive team there who've been working hard to recover from the last find in nigeria must be extremely angry about about these latest developments Mm. Uh, but they don't really have the opportunity i mean they're not really in the position to pull out of nigeria either it's their biggest market by subscriber numbers um and and who's going to buy it if there's a threat over the company's head uh, but what i think it also has done by the way is um is is put uh is put to put the planned empty in Nigeria listing in jeopardy. You know, it was one of the agreements they reached in the reduction of the fine um, over the SIM card registrations. Now you impose a fine like this, they're getting ready to list in in Lagos. Um, now I spoke to to Rob Shooter, and he said, "Well, this complicates matters." Um, I think he's being mm. diplomatic. Uh, it, it, it's not only complicates matters; I think it puts the listing in very real jeopardy. So again, they've shot themselves in the foot because it, the listing would allow ordinary Nigerians to invest in in the largest foreign investor in in that country, and um, that, mm. that that listing is now in jeopardy. It's just so stupid. It really is stupid. Well, the flip
1: side the flip side of the coin too. I mean, it, it's it, you know if if whoever is behind the scenes knows that. You know, they, obviously everybody knows that this is MTN's biggest market. Mm. That means that they they can, they can push the boundaries a bit because they know MTN won't pull out so easily. Yeah. Because MTN has a they, lot more to lose. So yeah. how far can they push MTN before MTN says no, you know, yeah. before MTN pulls out? And I think if, I mean, if what you're saying there, uh, it means MTN won't pull out. Um, well, push them yeah, hard it's enough. Be, uh, push them hard enough, they will. That might be left with no options. Well, answers. how hard do you have to pull? Yeah, no. How hard do you have to push them, though? That's a mm. question. Yeah. And Nigeria is certainly pushing those boundaries, without a doubt.
0: But uh, yeah, let's move on to some more happy news. Mm. Um, we do have some happy news on the list today, uh, and um, it comes courtesy of Apple. <laughs> uh, we've been speaking about. Because you about can't us. wait for your next upgrade.
2: Yeah, well, I can't, wait for those new, I can't wait for those
0: new iPad Pros. I still don't know if I'm going to get the iPhone. I'll wait to see what they look like. But there have been plenty of leaks in the last week. And Apple this mm-hmm. week, this week also late this week, also sent out the invites as expected uh, to the um, to the event. Um, it said something like gather round. And there was a, a round circle, I think, denoting Apple's new campus in Cupertino. Uh, that yeah, it looks like that building of it. It does, yeah. I don't think there was anything more to read into that round shape. Um, I think it was just their building. Um, yeah, I think it, it's, it's
1: because it's the first event in that building, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Uh,
0: is that the first one? Mm. I think they might have done one there a few months back. I think. Oh, no,
1: you're right. No, they, they had a, they did have something else. Mm. Yeah.
0: So the Steve Jobs Theater and uh, the announcement will be on – the keynote will be on the 12th of uh, – of september at 7 p.m south african time um i think i'm still going to be in durban then but i will have to find a find a wi-fi connection and um and watch the uh watch the live stream um i'm really looking forward to seeing what they announce although we know we know what's coming mm-hmm. in iphones now it's leaked we've they've even leaked pictures of i think it was nine to five mac uh, leaked images of yeah, the, yeah. of the product this week it looks nice it looks nice Um, I'm not sure about the image of Jupiter I think it was Jupiter on the screen that uh, they used It made the phone look like it bulges um, Sort of aspect ratio of it Um, But the the phones look nice It wasn't a proper view of them It was a side-on view Um, But it's the iPad Pro that I'm more interested in seeing And those haven't leaked yet Which does make me wonder whether they're actually being announced uh, At this event or in October At another follow-up event like they
1: sometimes do yeah, yeah, we don't know, hey? But, yeah, I agree with you. It looks fantastic. But I'm not really as excited anymore, to be honest. It looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> How different can you make of yeah, it? I'm, I'm- the, the Apple, the, I mean, the, the announcement event every September is an event. It's kind of like in the tech world, it's always been kind of a bit of a yeah. ooha, you know? It's always nice to be kind of just tuning in, even if you kind of know what's happening. Yes. Um, they might mention one or two things that would not, they would obviously have things that would not have leaked, um, some yeah. announcements, you yeah. know, feature wise or collaborations or new tech they're working on. So I think uh, in general, it's a good event always to kind of mm. look forward to. Um, yeah, but the devices itself, uh, but uh, but also devices in general. I think I'm 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 pretty bored with smartphones. It's not 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 really anything that's yeah. made me want to get it. That's why I'm off my contract and mm. I'm you know not looking for a paid for upgrade to a new device. You know what's what what I find exciting about this um,
0: this uh, iPhone announcement that's coming is it's. Yeah you know, I like big phones which which I've always has always attracted me to Android um because the the Android manufacturers have delivered that the iPhone has always been too small for me even the iPhone 10 is a little on the small side for my liking with the 6.5 inch one coming I think that um I'd, I'd have to give it serious consideration this time around um I didn't like the iPhone 8 plus cuz the bezels were huge uh it looked like an old phone mm. even be, before it came out um yeah yeah but the and the iPhone 10 was a bit on the small side so this the idea of this iPhone 10 S Plus or whatever it's going to be called um, intrigues me Um, it's probably going to be ridiculously Mm. insanely expensive and I'd probably be wasting my money by um, going for that instead of an Android device but uh, I don't know I might might lean in that direction but I'm certainly going to get the new (laughs) I'm certainly getting the new iPad Pro
1: And on that day, we will forever declare that day. This is the Duncan converting to Apple day, (laughs) converting back because I used to use an iPhone many years ago. Converting back, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, it's a big move. It's a big move. Yeah. Look, I mean, I do do look forward to seeing the devices, um, and I'm, you know, I'm sure they will be fantastic, as as, you know, Apple as Apple products usually are. Mm. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what that. And then, or you know, but wait, there's more type of moment that'll be quite cool. Yeah, one of those.
0: Mm, I don't know what they'll do this year because everything seems to have leaked. Um, Maybe they've maybe they've held something back, maybe a new HomePod speaker or something. Um, But that wouldn't be that exciting.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, No, so we're expecting Apple, we know Apple Watch uh, and iPhone are coming. Um, They'll, of course, talk about iOS 12. the strong rumor is the iPad, new iPad Pros will be announced as well. They might just mm. be pushed out to October. Um, are we expecting anything else? That's it, really. Hey? Oh, maybe no maybe a new—the the rumor of a new MacBook Air with Retina display.
2: Um, oh yeah, yeah. That hasn't been refreshed. Yeah, it's in been a long
1: time due mm. for that. Uh, yeah. You see, that's where Apple kind of disappointed me over the last. I mean, as you know, I've been a—I was a, a big fan and I used all of their devices. Yeah. But there was nothing. The MacBook range, there was nothing there. The latest updates with the touch bar and all those fancy schmancy things, you know, and, you know, less battery life, you know, less mm. upgradability. Mm. They've kind of, life. yeah, they've kind of, I mean, I, I appreciate the price for what they are and they really are fantastic if you work in a big corporate and there's a, somebody else footing the bill. But for, you know, for everybody else, it's not been a realistic upgrade path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially for creatives who, or freelancers in that kind of environment and, and those they were all MacBook addicts many years mm. ago, right? But the just the upgrade path wasn't there. I mean, fortunately, the devices last quite a while, so you could you keep your MacBook for a few years before you need to. But eventually, you need to buy something new, and when you do, yeah, there was nothing there. And I don't know, they. It almost seems like they lost their way, just focusing on the phones rather than yeah. You know, the other business units. Um, no, they got a bit arrogant, I think. That,
0: the MacBook, that that new fancy MacBook that has only one connector on it, it's just, I mean, they, mm. they're just saying... They're being arrogant. That's ridiculous. Um, And by the way, I I like Windows 10. Um, I I use it across my laptop, my desktop, on everything. Mm -hmm. I use it on my Mm -hmm. TV. Mm -hmm. I I like the operating system. Um, I love
1: it. uh, Me too. uh,
0: And, you know, if I needed a new laptop today, I would not get a MacBook. I'd go out and find a a Windows machine because I can do more with Windows than I can with a Mac.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, if you have everything Mac and, you know, your life, you, you live within that walled garden, then Apple is fine and you can mm. do a lot as a, as a consumer and maybe a little bit of a higher-end PC user. But, you know, for the rest of us who are who, who really trying to be platform agnostic, you know, it's difficult to do it from within that walled garden. It's, yeah. it's much easier to do it from a Windows environment to switch over and do various things on platform. But I've got a couple of drives here that I'm sitting with um, – like some backup drives that was all linked to my MacBook. So they're they're all formatted on MacOS. And I need an app, um, a very cool app that I picked a few few months ago, I think, um, that allows me to read those partitions. But now I can't use those drives on any other computer in the house Mm -hmm. if I want to back up data. So now I'm trying to, it's, 10 terabytes worth of data So now I need to figure out how. So it's kind of just created A bit of a problem Within that walled garden you, you know what I'm saying It's a silly thing To, to file, file format um, That's on these drives Is obviously linked to the Apple yeah. Platform um, So it's little things like that That kind of gets you in the end Yeah um, Where you yeah. don't have that problem with, with Windows
0: Yeah 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 So that's our news this week um, you, Will you be watching the keynote?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like mm. I said, it's an event. It's it, you mm. know, you get get the popcorn, get a whiskey in the hand or a beer, or whiskey because it's more you know it's more appropriate for the expensive price of these <laughs> Apple devices. And I bottle of scotch. <laughs> Feel like a rich man while you're watching the keynote. But I mean, the, look, they do for for, for for the grief that I give them and the love that I have for them. You know, they do set industry standards every year yeah. or trends. Like you know? notches. Um, yeah, like notches, without <laughs> a doubt. I just I just wish the industry as a whole would. They can push the boundaries and do thinner and smaller and lighter, and I'm sure everything will eventually get to that. But, mm. you know, give us give us battery life or give us better screen or, you know, just give me some more specs and give me a little bit of upgradability. A lot of Windows-based notebook manufacturers do it very well these days. If mm-hmm. you look at the gaming side, a lot of those guys push the boundaries. Um, and produce really good notebooks, and that's why Windows obviously has become popular for that platform. Apple can do it with a lot more flair, I think, but they're not going into that. They're going into kind of years one motherboard with everything on it, yeah. Um, and they also also very much restrictive on on that upgradeability, uh, on even replacing things if something breaks. Yeah, um, it's very difficult to do it. You can't just go to any shop and get a motherboard for, you know, um, yes. for any Apple device. Yes. Yes. But, yeah. yeah, that's why they're making all the monies.
0: Yeah, they're making lots of money. $1.1 $1. $1 trillion market cap now. It wasn't just the other day. They went through a trillion. Now they've added another $100 mm. billion. It's, they've added 1.4 trillion Rand to their market cap in, in about four weeks.
1: You, you, they could really kill the industry and take it over completely if they drop, drop the prices of all their all their hardware, let's say 50%. Yeah. Just drop it, yeah. and they'll still be making money. And everybody will will convert to to Apple without a doubt. I mean, mm. it's the most desirable product. Well, okay, most people would, I'm sure, but mm. um, it would be a very interesting move if they just go, "Oh, we've got enough money. Let's just let's just do it." Let's their just shareholders, price for their shareholders would kill them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, there's somebody that needs to make money. Let's follow them. Oh, okay. That's what, now re- it now. It remember, sense. it's all about money at the end of the day. All about exactly. the money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why the world is in a bit of a Rotten place at the moment. Before we move on, I,
0: I didn't see this before we started uh, chatting today, but I see you added a story to the to the news list about NASA. Uh, and um, mm. let's talk about it because it looks really interesting. NASA is making an AI-based GPS for space.
1: Yes, and it's definitely, I mean, there's, there's a lot more that you can read into the story. And uh, definitely worth putting up the link on futurism.com. But now if you, let's take it a step back. Now, GPS is everywhere. It's integrated into everything atms timestamp um transactions you know your computer uh, a lot of uh, your, your smartphone <laughs> everything kind of you know uses gps nobody pays for it it's a, it's 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 a open system right because yeah. military needs to use it and obviously they've evolved their own but the problem with gps is what if it goes down now sabotage could potentially happen but it's unlikely most likely thing to happen is let's say an Meteorite, or, um, um, you know, solar flare or something takes out GPS we will be in a bit of a predicament, generally mm-hmm. speaking. Um, now, NASA has been working on a kind of a, a, a AI-based navigation system that will allow them to use uh, – I'll explain the system now – but allow them to basically use a GPS-like system without having to have satellites. So it'll allow them to go to a new uh, planetary body. Let's say they, go to, they can go to Mars. Feed in a few million photographs or a few billion photographs if they need to of the planetary body. And this AI system would then obviously build, um, build a globe. And what you would be able to do is take a photograph, and this AI system would then be able to tell you exactly where you are and where you need to go. So it could guide you almost visually. I mean, obviously, within this, you can then extrapolate data if you need to within that and do a lot of other clever things, I'm hmm. sure. but. If you now read between the lines here, a lot of this could be—I mean, this could be perfect for Planet Earth as well. Imagine yeah. you do, you can imagine you have an app on your phone. It's probably going to be—you know—it's kind of probably going to be a big app because you're going to store a lot of data. Yeah. You can use it offline potentially because the data is there. The AI system just needs to figure out based on the photograph you're taking, match it with a data point in an offline system, and you can have pretty decent offline uh, navigation. You know, I'm sure you can even take photographs of the night sky, and it'll basically be able to tell you because this is all using visual data um, on a planetary body. Now they did put in, uh, they they created basically a virtual planet um, to to experiment with this, um, and the results uh, seem to be pretty, um, you know, pretty conclusive in that it works very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, it made me it made me think about Earth requirements, and yeah, we we we, we are going to have a problem if. Something should happen to the GPS satellites, um, you know. And you know, something coming from outer space is a very realistic thing to happen in, you know, foreseeable future. You know, if, especially if you're looking at stuff like solar flares or something like a meteorite. Those things come past us all the time. I'm surprised they haven't hit anything major yet. Um, Which is lucky. It's very interesting to th- to think of it. Yeah, yeah, it's very lucky. Oh, look, I mean, I guess space space is massive. You know, it, it, it needs to be pretty accurate, but. There's a lot of stuff that hits our planet that doesn't really get reported on. Um, it, it's a pretty common occurrence, yeah. and you know, wrong in, place, wrong time. Luckily, an
0: extinction-level event hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, it has. You know, it's history, of course. The dinosaurs' in history, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. but I suppose the yeah. Earth has been here for so long, and the time frames of stuff, the chances of us getting hit during our lifetimes is is relatively remote.
1: And to be honest with you, we wouldn't know it. These things—it will happen so quickly. Um, we'll be talking. We'll go offline. Nobody would know. It's it be gone. Yeah. It'll be painless. <laughs> <laughs> no more internet problems. No more government corruption. It's <laughs> no more Gupta's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let the but certainly well. Uh, it, uh, sorry, go for it. I was
0: just going to say, let the meteor out land in
1: World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just a small enough one. Just a small enough. <laughs> Um, but it's it's if you're interested in this type of thing, it's it's worth reading up on on GPS in general um, because the system is pretty old. It's not mm. it's uh, it, it's and it can be obstructed very easily. I've seen I've read articles where um, GPS signal can be obstructed relatively easily for whatever reason it needs to happen yeah. by accident or intentional, and it it could cause a lot of you know a lot of things, especially in a in a future world where we have self driving cars. You know, yeah. um, GPS certainly can't be a part of that. It can't be the only thing that guides you because um, it's not accurate in in cities you know when you drive under a bridge Mm. GPS signal can be a problem Um, interesting
0: Interesting stuff, but let's move on to our regular features. Um, winner and loser this week. Our winner is uh, Newsroom Africa, which is the new 24 hour news channel um, which will replace ANN 7 and Afro Worldview on the DSTV bouquet. Um, it's a company founded by two broadcasting industry relative youngsters, Tokazani and Korsi and Tabile and Guato. Um, it seems it's going to be quite youthful, youthful in its orientation. Mm. Uh, hence the butchering of the spelling of the name, newsroom with a Z. Yeah, I was just going to say. And Africa with a it K. It irks me. It irks the hell out of me. Um, it's, you know, this is a product of journalism. Why are you misspelling things? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but listen to them presenting at, at multi-choice's offices earlier this week, and they seem like quite a dynamic duo. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they come up with. They're certainly not uh, – uh, old god in the media industry um i like the name newsroom africa it's a nice name just wish that mm, just wish mm. that spelt it right um it really see so africa
1: is cool you can do africa with a k but newsroom is is must be an s yeah, that's yeah yeah it must be an s mm. No, even, even the kids can't get those. They can't. They can't. It's, you're not abbreviating anything. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing. But yeah, yeah no, Chilipin Newsroom.
0: But there are win- despite the name, they're the winners this week. Uh, Tokozani nice, Nkosi nice. and Tabile to Look forward to seeing what you guys come up with uh, when you launch early next year. I have no doubt it'll be better than what the Guptas did. Um,
1: are they going to do anything online? Are they going to push any online yes. content?
0: Yes, they're going to be di- online streaming. They're going to be digital first. So um, I'm, I'm hoping that means that uh, DSTV is going to allow them not only to broadcast on uh, dstv but also to um, broadcast on the web
1: um mm-hmm. i'm hoping that yeah they should just use youtube youtube is such a fantastic stand; it doesn't cost them much they just need to upload mm. the content uh you know i think it's um yeah definitely the way it goes otherwise you know i won't be able to watch it for example you know, and uh yeah kind of stuff like this you want to have open
0: yeah for sure but then multi choice is paying them big bucks, so uh, maybe they'll want them true, on true. their platform. <laughs> Otherwise, why, why pay if you can just watch it for free on YouTube?
1: Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And our loser this week is MTN. Um, I was tempted to pick the Nigerian government, but uh, um, our loser this week is MTN because of the impact mm-hmm. that the Nigerian central bank's uh, decision had on its share price, which really was a bit of a shocker. What's your pick this week?
1: So, um, Windows, one of the things I love about Windows, obviously, is all the things you can do with it. Um, and uh, I've been looking at a lot of apps to try, just try and get – there's a f- certain amount of things that I want on my computer running all the time. You know, when you install something new, you just there's certain tools you always want to be running. Yeah. Um, and w- one of the things I found recently is, do you meet – now, I remember using it probably 15 years ago as an application mm. – um, but Do You Meter now? It's basically a little taskbar app that'll give you your upload and download speeds in real time. Um, it's it's you know I I just always want to know what's happening with my connection. You know if I'm streaming something or if I'm uh, downloading something or if I'm you know you know anything I'm doing if you know with Dropbox running all the time I always want to be knowing what I always want to know what's happening all yeah. the time. So Do You Meter is a pretty cool app. Um, that does just that. There's a lot of settings you can set uh, in terms of colors and what it needs to do and where it needs to display and, and kind of what data you can pull from it. Um, but, you know, if, if you're one of those people that also want, you know, real-time info on everything, mm. it also keeps a good record of your machine. So I've got, I've got it running on all my devices. Uh, so I know how much my notebook is using. It's just interesting stats, you know. I, I always want to know what my my machine is doing, um, and it's it's certainly one of the best ones. Now there is a it's a 30 day free um, free app. It's certainly not uh, not free for for use permanently, unfortunately. How I'm just looking it? up the price here. I'm actually just <laughs> looking. I think it's about it's about thirty dollars. I think twenty five dollars. Um, That's not too bad. So it's about three three hundred bucks. Now it's certainly a utility I will be getting once my mm. um, 30 day run out. Um, I actually thought I had a license, but it would have it would have expired. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to check if I can do an upgrade. Yeah. Um, so at the current exchange you know, rate, pro- twenty five dollars.
0: that's it's about sixteen thousand rand. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Don't go,
1: don't go there. Don't. <laughs> I'll wait a bit before I get there. Yeah,
0: the rent that's has sure. taken a massive smack this week. But uh, Du Meter, if it sounds interesting, go check it out.
1: Definitely go check it out. Now, that's also, I want to actually put out a question. Um, I'm looking for other applications, um, stuff to monitor, you know, real-time CPU and RAM usage. So if anybody has a recommendation or if you have a recommendation, certainly let let us know because I'm looking. There, there is a lot of tools out there, but they, a lot of them are not very good. Windows
0: 10 has very, look, great monitoring tools for, for monitoring hardware resources. But
1: I'm looking for stuff that sits in my taskbar so I can okay. see it. Okay. I, don't want, I don't want a window that sits behind Windows. You know, it needs to be running... At the bottom, next to my clock, all the time. Right, right. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, if you've got any feedback, that's, that's, send us a WhatsApp:
0: oh seven one triple nine double one double one. And I apologise, I haven't looked at that phone for a couple of days, so there might be some messages sitting there for us. Uh, if there are, mm-hmm. we'll get to them next week. But oh seven one triple nine double one double one, oh seven one triple nine double one double one is the number to use. My pick this week um, is a software I've heard about for a long time, but never actually used until about a month ago, um, and that is Slack. Uh, it's really, really good business collaboration tool software, online uh, Mm. collaboration software. It's a little bit difficult to describe exactly what it does, but um, you kind of think of it as um, instant messenger on steroids for groups. Uh, It it allows for collaboration, sharing of documents. um, It works through things called channels. um, And I've been working on some big projects uh, with two groups over the last – Four weeks or so, and it's proved to be a fantastic tool, uh, to get things done. And, um, there are paid tiers. I think the paid tier starts at seven, six or seven dollars a month. Um, but the free tier allows you to, to actually do a heck of a lot. Um, I think once you get up to over 10,000 messages, it no longer allows you to search through older messages. Um, oh, nowhere, okay. nowhere near that yet. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and I may end up paying for it eventually, but uh, it's it's really cool, really cool collaboration software. Um, you know. I, I, tend to use WhatsApp groups for this sort of thing but it's not that great Mm. Uh, this is a proper uh, application that sits either on your phone or on your desktop or both Um, you can upload documents um, it does some pretty powerful stuff Um, Mm. and I know it's been around for a while and many people listening to the show are probably saying yeah yeah of course we've been using this for years Um, but I'm I'm fairly new to it so I thought I'd pick it and that's uh, that's Slack Um, and the free tier is pretty cool so go check it out if you haven't already And I think that's our show, apart from our quiz results. Um, Let me do the first question. Apple has invited the media to a special event at its campus in Cupertino to announce the new iPhone models. When will this happen? And that is the 12th of September, and Richard and I will be glued to our screens.
1: With popcorn and expensive scotch, mm-hmm. right? I'll, 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 have, <laughs> second. I'll, I'll have a beer. I'm really a huge whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, second question. The public protector has ordered the USASA board, now fired, to reappoint uh, the agency's suspended CEO. Who is he? And the answer is Lumko Ntinde.
0: And MTN share dove this week after the Nigerian Central Bank ordered banks to repatriate how much money the telecommunications group received from the country between 2007, I beg your pardon, and 2015. And the answer is $8.1 billion.
1: And the fourth question, choice this week named the successful bidders for a new 24-hour news channel on DSTV to replace ANN7 Afro Worldview. What is the new channel called? And the answer is Newsroom Africa with a Z and a K.
2: LOL.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, last question in the quiz this week. South Africa will next week play host to its first ever international telecommunication union event. And I will be there. In which city is it taking place? And the answer is my hometown, Durban. Durban by the sea. Nice. Now uh, it's time for our song pick of the week. And Rechard, it's your pick this week. And I'm quite excited to see what you've jotted down here because this is one of my favorite songs of all time.
1: Mm. Yeah, what a classic South African. Is it, it's a South African band, isn't it? It is, band, is African, it its South African, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, South African. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just doubting myself as so I tried to call up uh, the band, but then it called up a different one from another country anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I've known the song for so many years and it's… it's it's just a classic one-it-wonder, but it's just, yeah, it's entrenched in my memory. And it's the older I get, the better it sounds. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's such chip, a great but, song.
0: Uh, such a great song. Never get tired classic, of it. It's so yeah. classic. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. And, I'm, of course, we're talking about Ballyhoo and uh, Man on the Moon.
0: Man on the Moon. So, from Rechal and myself, until uh, next week, uh, we'll be recording on Saturday next week because I'm off to derbs for the uh, ITU conference. But until then, take care and we'll chat to you then.
1: Ciao, ciao.
2: Pretty ladies, and my heart can't tell me what to do. You there out in space, you seem to be so kind, and you're on I'm out of my mind, or am I? Blind? For me